most amazing community on the internet, I believe. And it's all because of my phone and social media. So there's so much goodness in it, but it's just being really aware of the bad stuff. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Gather round, gather round, everybody. It's Tuesday, and that means there's a new episode of Life's a Trip, and you're listening to it. Gather round, kids. We have story time today. Shannon, are you ready? Hello, everyone. So happy to have you here. I cannot wait for the story. I actually have no idea what the story is, so I'm on pins and needles. When I was a young man growing up in a small town, I was playing, I think it was football, I only played a couple years of football. I wasn't a very big kid, so I didn't last very long. But I was playing football, and it must have been summertime. And, you know, I'm sweating, and I'm getting beat up on the football field. It's just football's a tough sport. <laughs> anyway, practice is over, and this is this would have been 1999, maybe 2000. So I go across the street to the local dairy freeze. Seems like every small town has a a dairy freeze or a dairy king or a, a, you know, little ice cream shop, little hamburger joint, burger, fries, and a shake. Every small town has one in America. And I go over there and there's a payphone. You know what a payphone is? It's literally a phone in a box mounted to the side of the building. I go to the payphone, I pick it up and I dial 1-800-COLLECT. I think that's <laughs> what it was. And if you remember the days of collect calls, you could call someone else and if they accepted your collect call, they would pay the charges, not you. Because again, I'm, what am I, 13, 14? I don't, I don't have, I don't have any money. I don't have a, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm in my football pads. I don't have a quarter on me. So I dial collect and, but here was the hack. And, and some of you may remember this. So I call and it says, thanks for calling collect. And I dial my mom's, I dialed the house number. My mom doesn't have a cell phone at this point. I dial the house number. And it says, record your name, right? For the, who the collect call is from. And so my name was, come pick me up. <laughs> Football's over. Pick me up. Pick me up at the dairy freeze. I can't remember. It was one of those. I think it was pick me up at the dairy freeze. And obviously she recognized my voice. So what my mom receives on the other end is, hello. So the phone rings, right? My mom picks up the phone at the house. Hi, Ryan. Hello. No, hello. Oh. You, you. <laughs> I thought that was going to be perfect. Please, please don't try to be my mother. Don't imitate my mother. (laughs) She, uh, she picks up and it says, you have a collect call from pick me up from the dairy freeze. Would you like to accept charges or decline? She hits decline. She doesn't pay a dime. I didn't pay anything. Five minutes later, mom rolls up in the minivan, picks me up from the dairy freeze. Wow. That is a story, honey. I have nothing to compare to that. Those are the good old days. And, um, it just makes me laugh. But 
That story is important because today we're talking about kids and phones. Kids yeah. don't have to go through the they don't have to go through the trauma of <laughs> dialing collect and your mother not accepting the call of the other of the line. They don't have to face that anymore, but they face different challenges these days. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. I don't know how we've been married this long and I'm the that's the first time I'm hearing that. That is good stuff. You better watch out. I might call you collect one day. Oh, find out, you find out who your friends are. You know what? Me and Ryan is. used to message on MSN Messenger, which oh, I look back and I'm like, crap, gosh. I messaged people I didn't even know. So that was kind of sketchy. But anyway, we used to message on MSN Messenger. And what was your handle? Don't call me late for dinner at yahoo.com. Don't call me late for dinner. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay. And we would, me- yeah, it was like the, you know, it was the Facebook Messenger, Instagram, DM way to chat with people. Yep. That's yep. so funny. And we did. Yeah. That was, those are, I, if we could retrieve those conversations. Oh my heck. They've got to be out there in the ether somewhere. Oh, somebody find them. Could only imagine. Um. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about this because this is a subject I think that weighs really heavy on a lot of parents as the decision of um, when to give your kid a phone. And some, some of you listening just have younger kids, but I still feel like this is really important to just have this conversation around phones in general. Maybe it's your phone. You know, when does your, when does your two-year-old get access to your phone? What are they doing on your phone? Uh, well, I hope not much at two, maybe I should say like six or something, but you know, there's just phones are everywhere. Social like digital, we live in a digital world and there's nothing we can do about it. And so we now have these decisions of how we want to go about it with our kids. Oh, such a big topic, but really it just comes down to, yeah, what do we feel comfortable with our kids having devices and at what age and what can they view? And obviously what we're talking about is, I don't know, maybe it's not as as common sense for people, but there are dangers to having our kids on devices and connected to the internet, correct? There's there's dangers out there. There's things they could get into that we would just rather than not even have access to it. Yeah, I mean, if if this is if this is new to you, I would urge you to like urgently urge you to learn more about this because urgently urge you. I've never said that before, but I said it. Yeah, and but, I mean it. Uh-huh. I would urgently urge you. Yeah, I feel urged. Do you feel urged? <laughs> yep, in an urgency. <laughs> okay, so yeah, from, you got to do your homework. You have to be aware of what your kids are getting into and what's out there. And some people would say, you know, to some young kids, giving them a phone is like giving them a snake. It, you know, there's, there's danger, immediate danger by letting your kids have access to a phone that has access to everything. And, um, like, do we, do, do we want to just lay out a few very common sense, but maybe not so common sense things? Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. So the first one that comes to my mind, I mean, working in the pediatric ER, I unfortunately saw a lot of really sad kids, really sad kids, some who even took their own life because of the damage of, of social media, of comparison online, of bullying online. It is, uh, I mean, it can be so wonderful to have social media and to have the internet and, but man, there is so much that young kids aren't ready for. And as parents, we just really need to be fully aware of that before we hand our kid a phone. Yeah, but it's uh, it's tricky, right? Because they all 
want a phone. And our, our older two girls are the age that a lot of their friends have phones. And they, so they want a phone. They see mom and dad with our iPhones. Yeah. And, and we've talked about these things that are dangerous on the other end. You know, we've spoke of a couple, it can be pornography. That's something that we don't, we don't use in our home. We don't want our kids to, you know, be a part of that world at all. And that's everywhere on phones. Now, of course there's phones now, thank heavens that have all sorts of filters and, you know, limited access and parental controls. And we can talk about some of those later. In fact, in the show notes, why don't we just put a few in that we have done some research on over the years, but still to your point, our kids still don't have a phone. So we have a almost 13 year old, a 10 year old and, um, an eight year old. Yep. And none of them have phones. And we have a lot of conversations about that. It's just not a no, 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 no. You're not old enough. You're not, we don't ever want them to feel like they're not trustworthy or they're not responsible enough because man, my 10 year old's more responsible than I am, you know, but I do think that there is power in having those conversations with them of why we don't want them to have a phone. What is, and we've noticed that too, with our conversations that we've had with them, where my little girl who's 12 will go hang out with her friends. And she's like, yeah, I mean, it was fun, but this friend group, they were just on their phones the whole time, or they're just looking at these, these TikTok videos or these, you know, whatever. And we're not like playing, we're not talking, they're just on their phones. So she recognizes it in that way of like, oh, phones actually are really, really distracting to my real life relationships. And, and so that's a good point too. Cause we went like, we went really we to, went the, to the extreme we of hard, like yeah. all the really bad stuff on the internet and maybe conversations that start with someone that doesn't have great intentions. There, there, so there's obviously the the things that just could be really bad, but there's a lot of great things that happen on the internet and on our phones as well. But just the, just the pure time suck. Like again, going back to our childhood and our youth in high school, like we're out, you know, we might've been playing like video games every now and again, but we were out running around and doing things make us sound really old. Right. But truly like not that long ago, we're just out running around playing, riding bikes, hanging out with friends, laughing. And now it's a lot of faces are in phones and it may not even be that they're finding or getting into bad stuff online. It's just, you know, watching TikTok dance videos or, or playing games, right. Just all the different games and apps. How does every 12 and 13 year old know how to dance? Like I how, still haven't figured it out. I'm how, 38. How is that? I I just am blown away by all these girls that I'm like, how how did we didn't know how to do that? They're we, watching dance moves all when day long. We were that little. Yeah. So I guess for us, you know, we're not saying that our kids will never have phones. We still feel like they're a little bit too young. But we also have tried to have conversations about the good and the bad of phones. So so in a in a coming day soon enough. Uh, our kids will have phones, but our solution actually at this point, Shani is what? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, one reason I've wanted the girls to have a phone is to just be able to get a hold of us. You know, sometimes they are, they do go, you know, somewhere after school or they're at a friend's house or they're, you know, at, at a, a game or especially as we're away in Puerto Rico and in a place that's unfamiliar, I want them to be able to get a hold of us. And I also really like the idea of knowing where they are. So that has been the biggest reason why I wanted them to have a phone is just to be able to get in contact with us and we know where they're at at all times. And so 
yeah, we've talked a lot about it. And I think um, that we've kind of come up with the, a couple years ago, we got them a watch, a watch that they could call, you know, five numbers on no, I may be texting, but just to like a few, a few numbers, you know, and then just recently we've decided to get them an Apple watch to upgrade to our oldest two girls and get them an Apple watch. Yeah. So two years ago they had a Gab watch, which was just a little plastic. I mean, and its purpose is like they can literally dial five friends or family and that was great, right? They could get a hold of us after school or different things. And then, uh, yeah, we have T-Mobile. And so they just ran a special for like a $99 Apple watch for like last year's model. So we felt like that was the perfect thing. And I love being able to get a hold of the girls. Like it's just, again, as they get older and as they have a lot of different things going on, they're not just with us all day long necessarily. So it's so, it's just so nice to be able to communicate with them. And then on the Apple watch, of course, they're not surfing the internet. They're not watching YouTube videos. So a lot of the a lot of the maybe stuff that we don't want them to just have full access to um, is just not on their watch and we can see where they're at. And we've talked to them about that. Right. And when we, I thought what you did when we gave them their watches was really good. Not like, Hey, here's this watch, you know, see you later, have fun. You, you were a little more like you thought it out better than I did. <laughs> well, I, I don't know where I heard this or who I heard it from, but a long time ago, actually, I heard somebody say, if you're going to give your kids a device, don't give it to them as a gift because then it's theirs and then you don't have ownership over it. So give it to them outside of Christmas and outside of their birthday as a uh, kind of a, this just showing them you have shown us responsibility. You've shown us these things help build them up as to like, not because it's your birthday, but because you've shown us you can be responsible. We want to give you some more freedom and but this is ours, but this is, this is my Apple watch. It's not your Apple watch. It's on loan to you. Yeah. And you just like the way a school loans out a laptop to a kid. And I might want that Apple watch someday. Mine might break. I have one, mine might break. And then I could just take one of the girls. So it's perfect. <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah. So I love that. And then our eight-year-old, she wants one of the little, and I think most wireless carriers give you the watch. Anyway, I, I think we're just sharing our experience and this is not to make any parents who have given their eight-year-old or 10-year-old an iPhone to feel bad. Because, you know, I just, hopefully everybody, hopefully parents were all aware enough of what's out there, what can happen to the kids. And I would say, as we've tried to be very intentional about what comes into our home, that's everything, right? The music we listen to, the movies we watch, the words that we say. And so if a kid has a device that plugs them into the internet and the world, there's just so much out there that uh, might not be in line with, with our values and most likely is not in line with our values. And so we just, that's just part of the world that we live in as parents is we've got to, we've got to be aware and we've got to police and patrol that and not in a way that our kids can't ever jump on the internet or can't ever have a device. But I think every family and every parent should know when they feel like their kids can handle that. And we've had those talks and it's, you know, it's something where they can use it appropriately. And if they, you know, abuse it, then it gets taken away and just, or if they see something on the internet, they shouldn't see, then we talk about that. And I think that's a really good point. You know, just as you, as you, whenever, cause it's going to be different for all of us. Some, maybe, maybe your 12 year old, it is perfect that she has a phone and it's, there's some great things you can do on your phone and you have filters and guidelines and you've come up with a plan. I, I've 
I talk about that with my little girl all the time who doesn't have a phone and she wants to borrow our phones because she's incredibly creative and she loves to, you know, do this digital art stuff and she loves to plan her, her little daycares that she wants to do. And, you know, she's just our little entrepreneur and she needs the digital space to make Canva graphics and things like that. So she'll borrow our phone, but whenever they pick it up, we just always remind them like, you need to have a plan. What's your plan? Why are you picking up that phone? Because me and Ryan have found ourselves like, how many times have you picked up your phone without a plan? Yeah, you know, you it you just becomes a habit. I know. And you don't just sit down and grab a book anymore or sit down and like, look out, you know, heaven forbid, go sit on the back patio and just look out, up at the sky. Like we just grab our phones. It's just a time filler. And I think we can teach our kids <laughs> how to get out of those bad habits early. When you pick up your phone, it's to call somebody, it's to text somebody, or you have a plan. And along with that plan, how long is that going to take you? Is it going to take you one minute? Is it going to take you 15 minutes? Maybe you could even set a timer so that you don't get sucked in. You know, just trying to teach them those really good habits around being on a phone. Because I mean, oh my goodness, I have the most amazing community on the internet, I believe. And it's all because of my phone and social media. So there's so much goodness in it, but it's just being really aware of the bad stuff so that you can set boundaries around that, have super open communication with your kiddos so that when they see something, because inevitably they are going to see something, when somebody says something mean to them, because inevitably somebody's going to eventually do that, they know where to go and what to do. And they have those coping skills yeah. to get through those hard things. Yeah. The fight we're fighting as parents is against everything on the internet and YouTube and uh, on phones. When I was growing up in the nineties and early two thousands, it was uh, my parents saying we, we couldn't have video games in the house. We didn't have a PlayStation. My younger brother did like all of a, the three older ones grew up and went out of the house. And then finally my parents caved in and my younger brother uh, got, got the PlayStation, but we never had video games in the house. And it, I didn't always understand it at the time, but I look back now and my parents were just, they didn't want me to be wasting time. And uh, so, yeah. And, and I just want to say one more thing that you said earlier you know, maybe you're listening and you're like, well, crap, you know, like my kids do have phones. We don't have the filters. They do play video games all the time. It's okay. It's totally okay. Your kids, they're still warm. They're safe. They're loved, but we always have an opportunity as parents to do better. And right now, if you're uncomfortable, not knowing who they're texting or who's in their contact list or what they're doing when they're on their phone or you know, a big rule for us, whenever we do get phones, they won't have them in their room at night. You know, they'll be out in a, or we won't have them at dinner or we won't have them in the car, or we can just set these boundaries where no phones for mom and dad or the kids on Saturday and Sunday, you know, who we're all together. Who do you need to talk to? You know, things like that. Like, I just feel like we can all just identify our values and build a system around our values, but just don't be afraid that you're going to be the mean parent or you're going to be Are we the, mean? Are we mean parents? I mean, I don't think we're mean. Maybe we're being super mean. No, we're definitely not being mean. I think our girls should have the brand new iPhone 15 Pro <laughs> Max. Listen, don't be afraid to be the parent that's different. Don't be afraid that your kids are going to be different. That's the whole entire goal of well, life right now. We're their parents, right? I mean, as much as we love the relationship, especially as our kids get older, we're not their best friends. We're still their parents. And so we want them to be happy and, and uh, enjoy life, but we're not, uh, we're just, you know, we're trying to be good parents. 
And we they'll heard, thank us for it later. We heard, I know they will. We heard that once. You're not trying to to raise happy kids. You're trying to raise great humans, great adults. You know. So sometimes little sacrifices like this might uh, be unpopular. Might be unpopular. We might be a little unpopular. Yeah. What about when we were? Let's just go back in time again. It's fun to just go back 20 years and realize how the technology's changed. But I got my senior year, I graduated from high school and I got an LG flip phone and it flipped up and the antenna pulled out and there was no internet. You could call and text. It was basically like the, what the, you know, the gab thing or stuff that the kids get now. It had nothing on it. You could play the game snake. It was black and white. Let's bring those back. Let's get well, that for the kids. Because, because you had a hot pink Motorola Razor. Yeah, and it had a it had the background that like when the lights like would flash, you know, oh, all different colors. Yeah, see, that was scandalous though. <laughs> I can't believe your parents let you have that one. <laughs> the flashing lights, jeez, so flashy. But you know that is another good point. Is you can't also like drive yourself crazy because they're going to see things. They're going to have access to stuff, and just trying to protect them from absolutely everything could also do them a disservice. But setting them up for success, setting them up for positive experiences, having open communication so that when things do go wrong, they have a plan and they know that you've already talked about this before they see it. You've already, they know what these things are. My little Jack, he's five. He knows if there is any game ever that has an ad pop up, first of all, you'd never click on an ad. But if you ever see a game where there's other people or there's any chat boxes or there's any games where you play against other other people, you're, you, you're not allowed. We don't do those games. You just delete the app. And he doesn't necessarily need to know that there's predators out there that want to come and get him, you know, but there he does need to know that that's not OK and that they're people, they're strangers. They don't know us, you know, and I think that's really important to have those conversations with kids, even as young as you know, three and four and five that are on your phone, but especially as our kids get older and they're really able to have those conversations over the internet, um, what's safe and what's not. Those are all little teaching moments, right? I, I said that with Jack the other day. He kept wanting to grab my phone, play games. And it's, it, I just stopped. And I was like, Jack, you know, we don't want you on our phone all the time because that's not great for your brain. I want you to be outside running around dribbling a basketball. I don't want you to just sit and waste your time on playing one of these games all day. Does that make sense? And he kind of nodded his head like, yeah, that makes sense. And then instead of a fight or a power struggle, you just say, let's go shoot a basketball, you know, and then you're on your way. So, or with the older girls, right? Hey, I, I want a phone. All right, let's talk about that. What What do you need a phone for? Yeah. Oh, well, I want to text and call. Okay. Uh, let's keep talking about that. What, what, what would be the reasons we wouldn't get a phone? Well, they're expensive or, oh, there's things that we could see or get into on there that might not be good. So each one of those things along the way is a teaching moment. So hopefully by the time, I don't, I don't know what the right time is for us, maybe as the kids get to be 13, 14, 15, I don't know. And they, and we say, okay, I think it's okay for them to have a phone. They, they've had these, this teaching and these discussions over the years that they know, they know exactly what they're getting. And again, just, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of good about helping us navigate this? Like as parents, how are we supposed to know what the heck to do? You know, I think number one, identify your values and just keep open communication. That's like the best thing we can do as parents, but there's a lot of really, really great resources out there. Anna is Anna. Anna is the worst. Is that her handle? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. She has an amazing course on this. Um, there's consent. Uh, you know what? Let me just put a few more link in, them in the, the notes. notes. You guys go check them out. There's resources to support you in this. There's ways that we can give our kids 
electronics and it be a safer place for them where we can set them up for success. We don't have to be so afraid of it, but we also need to be aware of the dangers before we do it. Amazing. Okay. So that's, uh, that's kind of how we look at it in our home and that's what we do. And yeah, uh, hopefully this helps. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how this came across, but this is like, this is a really, this is a subject I'm really passionate about. I think you are too. And we've seen the benefit of our, our children being able to stay kids. And, and I'm not saying that you can't stay a kid if you have a phone, but just giving them more opportunities to play outside and play games and be in nature and be with their friends and have those real life conversations and look people in the eyes. Those are all things that we value a lot. So for us, this has been a pretty easy decision to just wait on electronics, but and starting with the watch and then we'll get to the phone. That's kind of a nice way to ease into it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we hope this helps. You guys are amazing. And whatever you've decided to do in your home, we obviously know that everybody's doing the very best that we can. And that's, that's what matters the most. Hopefully you found something in here that could help you along the way. And Hey, can we encourage you to do one thing today? Listeners call your mom, call her, call her, collect, tell her you love her. (laughs) So good. All right, you guys, we love you. See you next week.